Oh, g'day, how are you going? My name's Frankie Walnut. Uh, I was born, you know, when my mother gave birth to me and I've lived my whole life so far. I've lived all my life and I grew up in a town called Clintonvale. Actually, it's uh, way too small to be called a town. We don't have villages in Australia, so you just have to make do with the term small town, tiny town, minuscule, micro, micro town, Clintonvale. But of course, uh, nowadays, uh, I'm a citizen of the world, uh, wandering the tracks and highways of this nation, you know, playing music to people, sort of like an ant wandering across the network of varicose veins on my mum's legs, you know, and rubbing antenna with the other ants that he meets uh, on the veins. That uh, I'm not suggesting my mum's legs are covered in ants, or she has great personal hygiene, but there's nothing, there's nothing for them there. You know, they'd be better off in the kitchen, there's honey and whatnot. Anyway, I mentioned my mum because uh, this episode, this is the first, the inaugural episode of my podcast. Uh, this uh, this episode is about m- how I was born, how mum came to give birth to me. Mum actually gave birth to me at a place called the Cross Stitch Cafe in a little town called Ellera. You know, unlike Clinton Vale, Ellera is actually big enough to be called a little town. And the cross-stitch cafe was run by a woman called uh, Hester Brereton at the time. They sold it later on and turned it into the Magnolia Cafe, which some of you might be a fan of. Their, their waffles are great. But, but uh, at the time it, when it was the cross-stitch cafe, it was run by a woman called Hester Brereton. And she was, uh, you know, she was a bit of a dreamer. It was always her dream to own a little cafe that displayed a wide range of croquet and, and knitting and things like that. I say croquet, I mean crochet, of course, but anything to do with knitting and crochet, she was wild on, wild, but she didn't actually really like food very much. The food there was terrible. I mean, it was only partially her fault, but she'd lost her sense of taste and smell in a petrol siphoning accident. It's a little known fact that like all great art, crochet has got to be kept in a stable environment, you know, with the controlled humidity and temperature and whatnot. Hester reckoned also that crochet needed a stable emotional environment with no loud talking or clinking of coffee cups or, you know, small children having fun. You know, she said that pieces of wool are like sponges, you know, they pick up everything. For that whole range of many coloured doilies and beanies and tea cosies and scarves hanging on the walls, this cafe was a haven away from the hustle and bustle of... uh, small town life in Ellera. And, yeah, and the Cross Stitch Cafe, it also had uh, big signs everywhere, you know, big signs with great big block letters that said like, children are to be seen and not heard. And like, please do not make conversation with owner while cafe is in motion. And breakfast menu finishes at 9am. If you have not had your breakfast by 9am, you obviously have too much time on your hands. Wake up to yourself. No wonder the country is in such a state. And there was one that said, never siphon petrol with a snorkel. But my mum went there because she liked the way Hester burned the raisin toast. You know, she'd been craving charcoal ever since she was four weeks pregnant. And at this point, you know, I was upside down in mum's womb and having my first case of the do-somethings. That's the do-somethings is when I get all 
oh, I've got to be somewhere else and I really feel like anywhere but the place I am is the place I should be and my skin crawls and my brain goes all fizzy and my fists clench up and i just got to get somewhere where I'm not. So on this particular day in the cafe, my mum's sitting in the corner next to like this large crocheted rendering of an elephant's ear and I, and I get to do some things and I'm like, oh, I've got to get out of here, I've got to get out of here. And so, you know, and mum tells me now that at the time she just thought she had the runs and needed to take a huge dump from eating all the charcoal. But she, you know, crawled out of a chair and it wasn't easy because mum, <laughs> mum's a big lady, you know, anyway, and without me as well on board. But she got out of her chair and she went up to Hester Brereton and, and went, oh, excuse me, oh, could I borrow, oh, could I get the toilet key, please? It's a bit of an emergency. And Hester Brereton just scowled at her, pursed her lips and pointed at this sign and said, speak softly. So my mum apologised, oh, sorry, sorry. And then she whispered and she said, oh, could I please get the key? And then Hester Brereton went, shh. And she pointed at a sign that says toilet is for the use of customers only and then my mother said I am a customer I am and she says you are not a customer until you have paid your bills and then my mum just cracked and goes if you don't give me the key I'm gonna shit myself in your cafe and then well the rest is history to this day if you look at the top of my head I don't recommend that you do but if you did look at the top of my head you'll see it's shaped perfectly like the mouth of a Coroma Maxi Flush U-Bend. So uh, that's my little legacy of the Cross Stitch Cafe and Hester Brereton, who's no longer with us. <laughs> Poor old Hester. But uh, yeah, anyway, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, that was the story of uh, my birthday, really. My, my first birthday. And in a way, it's appropriate because this is my first ever uh, podcast. So have a good time, everyone. I and uh, I'll see you soon. Oh, by the way, I've got gigs coming up. Uh, you can see them on my Facebook. And uh, enjoy yourselves, both of you. Bye-bye. Mum, thank you for giving birth to me. You're a great lady. Oh, no, I have a large head. And I'm sorry if it hurt your vagina Thank you for giving birth to me Despite any massive errors you made in my upbringing I mean all parents make mistakes And you were bound to at some point In my upbringing Like the time you forgot to pick me up from soccer practice after school till three days later. It was the saddest Queen's birthday long weekend ever. Still, Mum, thank you for giving birth to me. You're a great lady.